Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo will for you come Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. (laughs) That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. (laughs) Just go with what you saw today. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that. You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right. No one will remember. No one's listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends. Bo Wolf in my living room. Shilkapadia in his basement. Shiel, how are you? Happy March Madness. You know, March Madness, I was just thinking about this before uh, I came down here. This is what, you know, a lot of things suck about getting older. I feel like March Madness is right up there. You think so? Yeah, when I, you know. I'm pretty co- sure last year you, you were saying that you hated college basketball, but you loved March Madness. No, well, I mean, I still enjoy it. I like the, you know, the idea of it, everything. But in like high school, college, you know, maybe it was like it was like into the my best. late twenties. I mean, the, the these two days were unbelievable. That's true. I would, you I would. Up, it's I, a party. You got plans around it. Oh, I would like it would be a, it would be a it would be a fake sick day for me in in high school. Like really? Oh yeah, baby. Oh okay. Mama and Papa Wolf had no issue, with, or, or were they not aware that you were cutting? No, I think no, I wasn't cutting. I was like just I, yeah. I mean, I think I think. Uh, that I think that was a thing where I where I would uh, I would bargain to be able to stay home on that day. Wow. Okay. Very interesting. I don't know if that happened like once or twice, but yeah. That's strong work by you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. High school, it was more. You know, you're doing the pools and you're kind of trying to keep an eye on it. Of course, we didn't. It got them sold. We didn't have cell phones <laughs> that had like the scores on them and stuff. So uh, yeah, that type I. of thing. But college, it was it was when it was really you know outstanding. You didn't you didn't do anything else. You just watched the games for for twelve no, you didn't hours. Even have, you didn't even have the pleasure of having your college in the tournament. No, yeah, I've, I never had a college basketball team. And then if uh, Mike, again, if he, Mike Gansey walked across my living room right now, I would throw a, I would throw a tomato at him. Okay, well, I'd have to go get a tomato, but but uh, yeah, now you know I didn't even do a bracket this year. Wow. Uh, watching you know well i was thinking i could either do a bracket or you know maybe a little lettuce here and there and yeah so, uh, that's fine yeah a little lettuce here and there okay and so i'm paying a little bit of attention but uh yeah it's not the holiday that it used to be so if you're a listener who's in uh high school college now uh, your 20s r- really enjoy the the tournament because I, I mean i do still love the tournament okay but it is i mean it is not as great as it was then but i mean that's everything in life for the most part. Oh, well. I mean, as other <laughs> things get more important, like, you know, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't enjoy uh, playing with my child when I was a, when I was a 17 year old. So that's true. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So that's all. That all was right. just a little rant on March Madness. Yeah. This is a podcast about the Eagles. As everybody uh, who listens to this knows. And, uh, you know, we rarely talk about the Eagles. Um, but we do have a few moves to talk about. We'll get to that. Uh, Sheila's getting ready to go to the owners' meetings. When are you flying out? Sunday? Sunday evening, yes. Sunday evening. 
Um, and uh, and then after that, I guess we will turn our attention fully to the draft. Although I'm sure that uh, many Eagles fans have have already done so. How you doing? How's your? What are you doing this weekend? We already did the intro. What are you doing? <laughs> Let's go. I just wanted you to get. I wanted you to get mad about the question. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, last we talked, we discussed the possibility that the Eagles might sign Ronald Darby, and they did. Much to uh, a bit of our confusion, although the, the the terms came out and they are pretty reasonable. However, uh, still a bit of an overcrowded secondary. What uh, what do you make of that move first? UVA is down by eight, by the way. Mm, that would be funny if they. I mean, that would be nuts. <laughs> so you, would they'd be have insane. to fire the coach, right? <laughs> you can't down by twelve. Twice, twenty six to fourteen. With 7.40 left in the first half, this'll this, be, this will be fun to listen to. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, well, you know, I saw a I'm lot so, of... Uh, I'm so out of it, I got to tell you. I'm working at like 10%. Yeah, you got a big story coming out next week, right? Monday, is that the day? Monday, yeah. So you've been pulling some all-nighters? <laughs> yeah, I was, I, it was very silly. I, I mean, I had a cup of coffee at like 11.30 at night. I was up till 5 in the morning. It was, uh, I'm still recovering. All right. Well, that should make for a good podcast. So Ronald Darby, one year, six and a half million dollars, four and a half million dollars. You got the scoop here. Guaranteed. This this was a a patented Capadia scoop. You know, I saw a lot of sort of, what do we call this? Spiking the football Mm. early? How do we refer to this? You know, celebrating like, oh, you people thought, you know, this was a bad deal type thing. It, two things can be true here. One is it can be a very, you know, team-friendly or reasonable deal. And we can still also question whether this was the best use of that money. Sure. And whether it makes sense. I mean, oh, I mean it's the same as the, uh, as the Dallas Goddard pick. I could ask Eagles fans, and this is going to sound— I think two things could be true. It should be the, uh, should be the tagline for Birds with Friends. Okay. You want to get that, like, tattooed on your calf or something? I was thinking thigh. Okay. We'll move on. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I could ask, and, and this is going to sound crazy because I think we are on board with the, hey, don't spend a lot of money on running backs and there is positional value and that type of thing. So this kind of flies in the face of that. But, you know, I could ask a reasonable Eagles fan, would you rather uh, them sign Ronald Darby to this contract or Tevin Coleman to that contract or even Mark Ingram to that mm. contract? Who's going to help the – what move would help the Eagles more – in 2019, I don't think that's a crazy question. No, I don't think that's crazy. Okay. So, um, and also, it, it, it's like, what does this sort of tell us about the market for Ronald Darby? We know he visited the right. Chiefs. We know there were other teams who needed cornerback help. You know, Bradley Roby got one year, $10 million. Uh, Steven Nelson got a three-year deal at about uh, $8 million a year. Yeah, I, which I just, is, it's interesting because, to our surprise... It seemed like everybody who was plugged in around the league had Darby as their top-rated corner in free agency, right? Uh, well, there was clearly some favors being done to Darby in his camp with some of the I think free, free agency buzz. I mean, yeah. if, if it should be a rule. Like next year, if a free agent is going on a podcast, you know, telling people how much teams want him, <laughs> yeah. there's probably not a great market for that guy. <laughs> like like Trey, like Nick Foles didn't really have to do that, yeah. did he? Or That's a very Trey good Flowers. <laughs> so let's remember that next March. That's a very good point. Um, yeah, so you know, it, it tells you there were there were teams that needed cornerback help who uh, didn't want to sign him or you know to a significantly better contract. I can see from his perspective why he would say, okay, 
I can bet on myself a little bit here and take this deal. I'm young. If I can stay healthy next year, if I can play reasonably well, it's not like he has to be a pro bowler, then he can get a better contract next offseason. Sure. But, uh, you know, I was trying to think about this from the Eagle side, and I can't remember who it was. Somebody sent us the question. I don't know if it was in our chat or just uh, in response to the Darby stuff. And they brought up the possibility. Uh, is it possible Jalen Mills' injury might be – a little more serious or there might be some more question marks about that um, than we anticipated. I think that's certainly possible. And there, I think there, there have been some, um, there has been some scuttlebutt that, that he may not be ready for week one, which is crazy considering how, you know, how they deemed the injury when it first happened, that it was like a short term thing. And then all of a sudden he shows up in a, in a boot. But uh, I think that's possible. But I mean, still, they have other guys there. Uh, listen, I, uh, we have talked a, a lot about this. It is, it is clear that the uh, comp pick stuff is very important to this front office. They, are, you know, they, they have done a lot of things that on the margins where they, they could have made maybe a slightly different decision, and the, the, uh, the comp pick stuff obviously affected their decision-making, whether that is uh, signing Vinnie Curry, which we will get to, or you know, re-signing Ronald Darby. Um, I think I think the one thing that sort of loops in everything together that they've done this offseason to me is that Howie Roseman is sort of setting this up for uh, like one final push in 2019 with this roster. There are all these these like the Nelson Aguilar thing, not making a decision there. There are all these decisions that you would think that the Eagles would make, and mm-hmm. it seems like they are delaying a lot of these decisions and having these short-term patches because next offseason, presumably, there will be the Carson Wentz extension. The roster is going to have to look much different. So until then, you bring back Nelson Aguilar for a year. You bring back Jason Peters. Uh, you do all these other sort of short-term patches. And I, I think that, to me, that is sort of the uh, operating philosophy for this offseason. This off is a great theory. Why haven't you written, like, a column on this? I mean, Where have you been hiding this? I don't know. You're much better on uh, on little sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. That's right up worthy. That's uh, I, that makes a lot of sense. They're sort of covering them. It, it's like they're taking out all these insurance policies. Like they want to be they want to be prepared for every single you know as many scenarios that could go wrong as possible in 2019 to win the super. You know to right. be competitive for the Super Bowl this year, even if. It might not, you know, it's that balance of long-term versus short-term, but it does seem a little bit more short-term. I think I, I that makes sense. I would agree with that. All right. Okay. Well, if you don't write about it, I mean, I have to write something at the owners' meetings <laughs> and talk to Howie Roseman so I can get, I can like, you know, Bo Wolf contributed to this article. Uh, Bo Wolf, this was his idea, but I don't want to come up with my own ideas, like one of those taglines I can put if on If you, it. I mean, if you want to co-byline it, that's, that's good. That's good for me. I didn't say co by line. Well, I want. I mean, I want some of the. I want some of the. the uh, you know, backdoor <laughs> metrics on this on this bad boy. Oh well, I'm, I'm not going to write it well, so I, you know, I don't think you've. Hey, listen, as long as it's a good headline, that's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that that's interesting. You know, it just it does feel like there could be another shoot a drop at some point here, and maybe. I mean, we will. Uh, sorry. Uh, I mean, free agency is you know, fool's gold to begin with. So it's not like they were going to make, they were going to bring in all these like young stud, uh, you know, different answers. But uh, I think, I think to read between the lines on like, on, 
on the options that they could have had for these different moves, I think it's I think it's sort of uh, it's, it's sort of clear that that's what's happening. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will again. We will talk to, or, or I, I will be there to talk to Howie Roseman, Doug Peterson, and Jeffrey Lurie. And you know, sometimes you get some answers. Sometimes you don't get any answers. But uh, we will obviously have stuff on theathletic.com/philly, and we'll do some remote pods, right? Yeah, we're gonna, out there. we're gonna pod. Yeah. Okay. So we will follow it this week. What do you think? Uh, so what is the what is the schedule out there? The the guys talk Tuesday or Monday. Tuesday morning is is breakfast with Doug Peterson, and uh, then there will be a Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie availability at some point, which I don't know when. I think okay. last year Roseman did it Monday, I want to say, and Lurie did it uh, later Tuesday, so I don't know if they'll do the same thing or not. Okay. So maybe we'll pod Monday night, Tuesday night. Yeah, let's, let's not go overboard. Okay. Anything that Howie Roseman says about the draft at this point is totally false, most likely. Garbanzo beans. Yeah. Okay. What else we got? Your boy Andrew Sendejo. Make football violent again. I got to tell you, uh, you, you, I don't think you had the pleasure of uh, listening to Andrew Sendejo's conference call, but um, I think it's fair to say this is not a guy who, um, who loves the media. Mm. I was not on that, so give I think me more I mean details. well. I mean, it was just like I've never heard a more a more like terse, combative conference call on a guy signing to come to a team. Like, oh, it's, I like it, this. It's usually like it's you know it's usually like oh like I can't wait to get like you know I'm so excited and it was like either either like very quick answers or like uh, I believe somebody I don't remember if it was Zangaro or or Les Bowen asked him about you know. Uh, last time you played a game at Lincoln Financial Field, you got run over by Garrett Blunt. Like, how did that feel or whatever? <laughs> he was like, "You watched it. How do you think it felt?" Like, so I mean, I think I think uh, if if you're looking for a guy uh, who only you know probably has a few screws loose, and he's your like heat seeking <laughs> missile on special teams, uh, the Eagles found their guy. <laughs> You know what's funny? Yeah, I, I did miss that conference call, and then I was on Twitter later, and like no one tweeted out a single quote from that. <laughs> Normally, my entire timeline is filled with you know, you know I follow all the Eagles writers, and it's filled with ten people tweeting the same quote or similar quotes. I legitimately don't remember seeing one quote from that entire conference call. It's very, it's very funny. I mean, I, I, I would say like the longest answer that he gave was three sentences long. Okay. Well, you Which, don't I mean, to be good for him. A good talker you to know, be a good yeah, player. Yeah, good for him. I mean, who, you know, I, I got I got no problem with that. At the same time, as a player, I did include you on my on my inquiry to the Vikings reporters. This you time. did this time. I Are appreciated you happy? that. Are you done? Com- finished complaining about that? I would like you to keep doing it. I appreciate you doing it. Okay. Uh, you know, they said that he is a solid player. He played both free safety and strong safety. They said his. He sort of bills himself as this big hitter, like like you said, a the heat-seeking missile or a violent player, whatever you want to call it. He's had some issues in coverage before, but they seem to think uh, he had improved in that area somewhat. He only played in, what was it, five, five games? Five, I think, yeah. Five games last season. He had a groin injury. He's 31 years old. Yeah, all, yeah that's, that sounds great to me. 
I what can role? see, I can see why the Eagles were so excited. Play? Well, what to, role are you going to play? I think that he is, he is you know, not guaranteed a roster spot. Okay. I'm uh, still, I, I am trying to get those contract details, by the way. Okay. So I don't have those. We don't have those yet, but that will tell us a little bit more. I think somebody, Mike Garofolo, I want to say, reported one year, $1.3 million. Hmm. But okay. that could be wrong. Something like that. So, <laughs> I, th- I mean, I think this goes to the uh, want to have backup options thing. Uh, I mean, the Eagles have Roddy McLeod coming off an, an injury. So if he is behind schedule or has a setback, they've got this guy who has started before. Um, they also obviously have Avante Maddox. But if the cornerback situation shakes out that they don't feel that they need him uh, among the top three corners, then he can play – uh, he, you know, he can be on the field in in uh, big nickel or dime situations. But if he does need to play corner and they they can't afford to put him back there, then again, you've got a, you've got a third guy. So um, I think that he is uh, he is here to set a low bar for somebody else to take his job. What a weird signing! Yeah, ho- hopefully it's not one that uh, it's one where he can be cut before. Hopefully it is one, right? Yeah. Because yeah, now as I read that out loud, I, I had it. You know, thirty-one coming off a groin injury. Right. Played five games last year. You know, not not what I would really describe as a major position of need. Like you said, they have some flexibility with Maddox. You see what you get in the draft. There could be somebody in on the street in August, the Corey Graham tra- type, if you need to sign. So bit of a strange signing but you have to give the eagles credit here for following one of your rules for free agency what was that one of your rules was don't sign a guy just because he played well against you oh and so the, sign somebody who was crappy against right him. they yeah, the eagles exposed andrew sendejo in the nfc championship game so at least they were uh you know zigging when the rest of the league zags or well, zagging when they zig thank you for listening and reading howie jeffrey joe that's Doug. right yeah Appreciate it. I think they probably, you know, intermittently listen, but they definitely read your read your Twitter feed. This is a, I mean, he he doesn't sound like a Corey Graham type guy, right? Could he fill that role? I think he could. Okay. I mean, if Corey Graham could fill the role, he could probably fill it. <laughs> Anybody could. <laughs> okay. And then the third signing. The third signing, the return of Vinnie Curry for, what was it, uh, $2.5 million? First reported by Z. Burham. I think Jeff Mosher reported, yes, $2.25 million with the potential to make a little bit more with some incentives. Okay. Uh, so this one's interesting. I think they did need to sign somebody else at that position, so it's good. Obviously, there is familiarity here for, for both sides. Um, it's a little delicate because, you know, he's coming to a place where he was a starter. So presumably he has his eyes open about that and is prepared to have a role as a backup, uh, in that rotation. But it's also like, you know, he has this sort of cachet within the organization to some degree. Are the Eagles going to be comfortable burying him on the depth chart if that's where he deserves to, to be? Um, I'm a little bit nonplussed about this one. I think it. I think it makes sense. Obviously, uh, they don't know what's going to happen with Chris Long yet. He's sort of uh, slow playing them, which is maybe not great from their perspective. Uh, 
I think there were probably better options than Vinny Curry out there, but they know what his uh, floor is. I dis- you, you wrote the thing about he's good against the run. He's he's a, he's good and bad against the run. He's like he he gets sucked in on uh, misdirection and loses the edge like all the time. As far as I remember, he was not good last year. And you can give us your Capadia rate stats, but um, I mean the Eagles aren't paying him to be a starter. I think it's uh, I think it's a fine signing, but I'm uh, I would have hoped that the Eagles could have been a little bit more creative there. And doesn't count against the comp pick formula because he was cut. Yeah, I mean I think he's fine. I wasn't too worked up about this i think ideally you would like to have a younger player who has some more upside than Vinny curry in this role but did file on the pylon ever sign anywhere he did arizona oh okay got him to a nice deal five million i think a year okay yeah uh different position Fi- i just I, it just occurred to me file on wolf that's right i'm ready for it all right <laughs> So Curry, yeah, I mean, he's had 11 and a half sacks in his last 60 games, which is not great. He had two and a half sacks and, a, and seven quarterback hits last year. Did have an ankle injury in the Capadia pass rusher index. He had a sack or QB hit on 3.94% of his opportunities. That ranked 108th out of 174 players with 200 pass rushing snaps. So below average in that category, he'll be 31 at the start of next season. So, Do you think there's like a Wolfston idea where I just interview Vinny Curry as if he was on the team last year and, and pr- pretend that I didn't know that he was gone? Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's great. Okay. On the plus side, like you said, you don't know what's going on with Chris Long. Do you think this makes it less likely that Chris Long is back? I, I, no, I think it was Jeff McLean who tweeted that um, – he doesn't think it affects it. He thinks that what was the what the Mal- the Malik Jackson signing is has a bigger effect. I think he changed that though. Oh, okay. What yeah. did he say? Yeah. Uh, I think he said that you would have to think Eagles wouldn't make this move unless uh, they, they thought concerned. Chris Long wasn't coming back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's the thing is that um, you could have signed someone of Vinnie Curry's caliber after the draft there, you know, there, there will be players who are as good as he is available on the street when the draft is over. Uh, so you could have waited until the draft to find out if you were going to add a, a young edge rusher high. Um, so I think that them making this deal now probably does indicate that they are at least a little bit worried that, that Chris Long is not coming back. Right, because Chris, and Chris Long, you know, said at the end of the year he wanted to play. He wanted to find a fit where he could play sort of more snaps. Right. You know, he, he felt like he, he could even use. He's got a, a little more to role. give. He's got a little more to give. So now you have Vinny Curry. If you use a, you know, first or second round pick on an edge rusher, even if that's a rotational player, that might not be that attractive a situation for Chris Long. Right. To join, I mean, Chris Long, I think is better. Than Vinnie Curry and the stats would back that up, but I mean I don't, I don't know in the in the view of the Eagles or as they're rotating guys I don't know if they would be like all right you know Chris Long is going to play a lot more snaps than Vinnie Curry I Vinnie Curry I don't see that so uh, it is interesting in that respect we will still have to see what happens with Chris Long and I you know there is a deep, good chance that they draft a defensive end right I know that's right. Fairly high, so a uh, lot, lot of a uh, lot of moving parts there. 
Uh, let me tell you the draft prospects whom the Eagles have uh, brought in for pre-draft workouts so far. Now, uh, wait, is this, is this brought in for the official visit? Official visits, yes. Okay. Now, some of these are local visits, so they don't eh, Don't give me theory. that local nonsense. Well, I mean, shout out to the ombudsman, Brandon Lee Gowden, for uh, rounding these up on, on Bleeding Green Nation, but uh, I can't tell the difference. There, there's no, I mean, if it, whatever. Let me just go down the list. Uh, Chris Lindstrom. The offensive lineman from Boston College, versatile, athletic, uh, probably a second-round-ish type guy. Cody Ford, the offensive lineman from Oklahoma, big and tough, nasty uh, finisher, they say. Played uh, tackling college, probably, uh, well, could be a guard at the next level or could, or could be a tackle, first-round possibility. Ole Miss wide receiver A.J. Brown, in the conversation uh, among the uh, sort of second-level wide receivers. Uh, Penn State corner Amani Aruwarie. I think he is a local visit. Um, Arkansas interior lineman Hjalte Froholt, who I believe is from Denmark, so that would be probably good for my brand. Uh, TCU defensive and LJ Collier, so there's a, a defensive end for you. I think he can rush from the inside as well. He was at the Senior Bowl. Probably also a second-round level guy. Old Dominion defensive end O'Shane Zeminis, who was an edge rusher. So there you go. Also second-round uh, level. Michigan, wide, or Michigan running back Karan Higdon, who was at the Senior Bowl as well. He's more of a mid-late-round guy. Florida safety Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who was a late-first, uh, mid-second guy. And then my guy, Alabama State offensive tackle Titus Howard. So um, that tells you that... Despite the return of uh, Jason Peters, as you would expect, the Eagles are still keeping their eye on offensive linemen and defensive ends. You could have made up half those names, by the way, number one. Number two, I feel like... Next uh, time I, I will. I don't know who Titus Howard's agent is, but I feel like they're putting in a lot of work. I see his name popping up all over the That's place right, on yeah. NFL Twitter. I don't think his... I don't, uh, you know, he's, his, his visits aren't going under the radar. That's right. Yeah. They're not trying to keep those a secret. Right. That's fine. Yeah. I like Titus sure. Howard. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> How many minutes in are we? 25. You want a UVA update here? Uh, I can see it, but you might as well give it to our listeners who will know what the down, result is by the time they hear it. <laughs> down 36-30 at halftime. Let's just pretend we're live. Okay. Should we take, should we take some calls? Mm, sure. Okay. UC Irvine knocks down a three to go up 66-61 with 125 to go. That would, uh, that would I, you know, I, for the first time in a while this year, I only filled out one bracket. And uh, okay. so far, I've only got one game wrong, and I've got UC Irvine. So, you know, good start for me. Okay. All right, I think we're going to play a little game here, right? All right, what do you got for me? This is a shield game. This is, a, this is, a, this is an upset. Well, listen. For everyone who bets on uh, Birds with Friends outcomes before the show. We were about to go on the air here, and we decided we didn't have a lot to talk about. Oh, uh, we are live. About to go on the air, yep. And uh, so I said, uh, I'll throw some questions out for you. So this is the cliched, like, you know, uh, I don't know who does this, radio or like Sports Center or what? A simple buy or sell. These are fun, okay. buy or sell. Okay. I don't, have, I don't have a great name. I don't have any, uh, anything punny. Fly or sell. I just came up with these literally like 10 seconds before 
You came on. Okay. Fly, fly or sell? Yeah, fly or sell. Okay. Some are sports-related. Others are not. Oh, okay. That's fun. I don't have a lot of them either. So well, it's going to be a short, short game. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. All right. Here's the guy. Let, let's start with the sports one, okay? A guy we haven't talked a lot about. Has to have a big role next year. We were just talking about the defensive ends. Derek Barnett. Buy mm. or sell seven sacks for Derek Barnett next mm, season? Seven sacks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, f- I fly Derek Barnett in general. Okay, he had five sacks as a rookie. I think that he will be. I think that as long as he stays healthy, he will be a he will be a very good player for the Eagles. Seven okay. sacks, I think, is right around what you're looking at. I'm gonna I'm gonna fly. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the over. Fly. Okay. All right. Man, this I mean, he is. Up- uh, you know, we, it, you're right that we don't talk enough about him because he is. Uh, sort of one of the most important pieces to this Eagles puzzle as they transition to whatever comes after this group of aging players on the roster. Like he, he is probably long term, you know, the third most important player on the roster. Another great column idea. Okay. The 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 fifteen most important Eagles on the twenty twenty two Eagles. Ooh, yeah, I like that too. Okay, I was I was gonna say like for the future of the yeah, but I I like branding it that way. Okay, uh, you're you're chock full of good ideas. Right. today, you didn't even know it. I had no idea, and I don't, I'm not I'm not sold that these are good ideas, but I'll take it. Listen, we've we've had conversations about a lot of our ideas in the past. <laughs> Most of them are not good. These are both good ideas. Okay. I mean yeah, that feel. Don't you think that's a little like uh, uh, a little clickbaity or no? No way. I would want to read that. Okay. See, here's the thing: when people say clickbaity, like yeah, I mean that means it's something you want to read. Like, well, no. The thing is, like, there are old ideas that still work well if done in the right way. Sure. You know, like you could do five eagles who could be traded, and that could be crap clickbaity. Yeah. Or you could do five eagles who could be traded. And it could be something I would love to read. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah that's true. Don't give, don't give up on the old ideas. You don't have to re- reinvent the wheel every time, all right? Fair enough. Okay. Uh, all right, buy or sell. I think we've had discussions before about some of these terms that get thrown around online. And Wait, so I, where, are, you, are you flying or selling Derek Barnett? Oh, I have to answer too? I, you never answer. That's not true. Okay, yeah, you're right. I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but you sound different. Uh, hold on. We're leaving this in. It, 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 well, it says USB something disabled. My monitor just went yeah, off. Yeah, I think it, sound, it sounds like you're on like Nat sound now. You're on like the, uh, the, the computer mic. Okay. UC Irvine coldly ices the two free throws to go up four. The Anteaters are moving on. Well... Most likely. A guy just got hacked with about seven seconds left. Still figuring out uh, your uh, life over there? Uh, oh. Better? Oh, yes, you're back. I don't know what's going that on was here. The, that was... 
I don't know if it was the best or the worst, but it was a <laughs> memorable uh, 30 seconds in Birds of France history. It, it was one of the, you know, I have this cord that connects from like the monitor to the line. I don't know what's going on with it. But anyway, you can hear me now. So that's good. All right. You're back. So there are these terms that people use online. Like, I don't know if these people are cool or mm. if they're terrible or what. So I'm going to mix some of these in here. So, so, oh, okay. fly, so fly or sell the term. Give zero Fs. Mm, I'm selling that. Okay. I think like there's other ways to say that. It's that seems a little that seems a little trite. People seem to be loving that one, don't they? Well, I don't know what you're talking about, really. Give zero Fs. Yeah. Like, oh man, look at this guy. He gives zero Fs. He'll <laughs> he'll just park his car in two spots. Yeah. <laughs> you had one job. Okay. It's my, it's my game. Okay. Okay. You're doing a good job of not playing along as I generally do. <laughs> I told you I was selling it. All right, I'm selling that too. All right, the next one is Eagles related. Deshaun Jackson, 804 yards next season. So this is just a bird lines? No, this okay. is a fly or sell. Okay. Do you fly or sell? I actually sell that because I oh. think I'm going to say he's going to miss a couple games. But mm-hmm. I, I, I fly... I fly that the Eagles' uh, passing offense DVOA will improve by at least five spots. What was it last year? I don't know. It was, it was mid-table. Mm, good job. Okay. Five spots? All right. 800 yards. I'm going to take uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly. I think they're going to be chucking some bombs to him. Eagles – Oh, they were 11th last year in passing offense. Oh, baby. Mm. You're predicting a Super Bowl run. Okay. That's higher than I thought. Yeah, me too. How'd that happen? Uh, Nikki Franchise. Look it up with with, uh, weeks one through 14. The Anteaters take it home. Okay. Fly or sell the Philadelphia Phillies Mm. as NL East champs next year. That's a sell for me. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I think people will like that, but that's uh, that's a sell. That's a sell for this bad boy. All right. Well, then I have to follow up. Buy or se- fly or sell the Philadelphia Phillies as a postseason participant next season. I. I mean, I love the the. I think Real Muto is going to make a big difference. I uh, I'm going to I will I will uh, I will fly them as as the second wild card. Okay, wow. Interesting. Uh you know, it's it's more fun if I sell. Sell so then you may It's more fun uh, if is, I sell. I'm Gabe... selling I'm selling Gabe Kapler as the uh Phillies manager in 2020. Wow, that's what I was going to ask. I mean they're not playing in the postseason with the, with the roster they've constructed. That's a sell okay. for me. I will fly them as NLE's champs. Okay. Homer. Right. Yeah, I'm allowed to be a homer for the Phillies. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, fly or sell this term that the, uh, the young hipsters like to use online. I'm here for it. Mm. 
I am selling that one bad, like big time. Ooh, you don't like that yeah, one, that huh? That one stinks. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, well. Oh, flip-flop. I, I mean, as with all of these things, like they, uh, they can be flipped to be used like in a funny, ironic way. But generally speaking, uh, I'm, I'm mad on that. You know, for these terms, I feel like there is a certain group. If they're, if they're using it, I find it funny, and it, you know, or, or they use it in the right way. They know how to use yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's but the same as happens, anything else. Like anyone who's, who's, who's funny themselves is going to do a funny job with it. But. You know, I've always said Twitter is a copycat league. Mm, I know that's you know? right. So then some people start using them. Then others try to copy it. They're not able to pull it off as well. So I think it's one of those. I'm going to sell all of those. So yeah, how do you I'll feel about them. how do you feel about the way I described um, friend of the pod Fran Duffy the other day? How do you feel about saying that somebody is a snack? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really understand that. Oh, you've what never heard mean? that? No. What did I grow up in? Like the 1950s? I don't know. It's a relatively new one. A snack? Yeah, I mean it's back in a big way. I'm in on it. I've never heard. I've legitimately never heard that in my life. Oh, you're you're missing out. I don't know about that. Okay. What else we got here in this riveting? You've got th- those were all your ones? No, I've got more. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, fly or sell. Now, this, this kind of go, goes off your last Eagles one. Carson Wentz as a legit MVP candidate. And I know you're going to ask me, what do I mean by legit? So let's, let's say this. Let's say he's in like uh, Peter King's. You know, after week 17, doesn't he do like that? Uh, he does like the top five MVP rundown in his column. Okay. And uh, does he appear in that or not after week 17? Now, there's some nuance to this. If you think uh, Peter King's not going to put him there, but, you know, he should be, then you can say that. I'm generally buying or flying. A, a monster year for Carson Wentz. I think that you've, you've got them fifth in passing DVOA, so I would hope well, so. Well, that's uh, sixth at least. Sixth, okay. Um, yeah, I'll fly it. Oh, I'll fly that he's in the conversation. All right, like, this, is, uh, this is off the. Um, I'm just thinking about it. Who are the other names who are going to be in that with him? All right, I'll give them to you. I'll give, them, I'll give you all five. Okay. It's going to be. Uh, and I, I'll say fly or sell. Okay. okay. It's going to be... Well, hold on, let me just pull up the teams here. Go ahead. Take All right. Time. Patrick Mahomes. It's an easy one. That's the fly. Um, I'm going to... Uh, this, is, this is chalk, but I'm going to put Aaron Donald in as well. Oh, come on. I know. I know. That's not exciting. Um... Everybody knows. Everybody knows. I'm a. I'm a sucker for this. I'm going Aaron Rodgers. Did Aaron Donald do anything in the Super Bowl? Not really. No, I'm really wondering. Like, I don't remember. You gonna? Are you want to grouse Aaron Donald? No, I want to know. Like, if people who watch the film, I, I, right. I don't. I blocked out that Super Bowl, so I don't remember anything. Yeah, I know it was the worst game I've the ever Rams seen. The Rams defense played well, but I, I just can't remember. But honestly. here's the thing: is that uh, it, if you re- if you watch the film, it was a it, the game was really good. It was like. Oh, the football nerdiness of it was really good. It was like the the decision, like the way that Bill Belichick put that game plan together. Oh my God! It was like 
uh, I could I could watch that film like every day of the week and be sad. I, I would never have to watch another football game. It was so good. You, but you, the thing is, you really have to understand football to appreciate that Super Bowl game. Oh, I love that so much. Nice job out of you, Aaron Rodgers. So you're you're falling back into the trap. Huh? Yeah, I'm. I'm, uh, good? I'm not falling into the Shermer trap again, but I'm falling into the Aaron Rodgers trap again. Okay, all right. And then my fifth, I'm gonna go. I gotta find somebody a little off the beaten path. Give me. Hmm. No, I'm not willing to go that far. I think you should. I think I know who you're thinking. Mm, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Okay. No, Bree. I, I, Breeze probably deserves to be in there. All right. So let me go through the list here. All right. So, so no Brady for you. No Brady. Do you think Brady on the is, turf. Gonna, is gonna have like a bad season? I or think he's just, gonna have a fine. So I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm, they'll they'll win the AFC East okay. by three games, and and he'll be fine. Okay. Uh, no Ben Roethlisberger for you? No. Yeah. Huh? All right, here's the one I thought you were going to say. I'm, 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 as, far as, uh, as far as finding MVP candidates are concerned, I'm, I'm going ahead and locking him in the bathroom. How about Baker Mayfield? Yeah, that's the one. That's, but that's I, gotta, I, he's got to be in there. I think, I, think, uh, I think we're all getting a little too ahead of ourselves about the Cleveland Browns. I think I disagree. I think he's he's going to be like his offseason MVP odds are going to be very good. Uh, I think we're I think we got to calm down just a little bit. I mean, every Giants game I remember watching, there were multiple snaps of like they would show the replay of Odell Beckham wide open, yeah, and Eli unable to get him the ball. <laughs> it's true. And now he's got like a guy who looks like one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL thrown to him. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting carried away. I just I want, I, 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 you were joking I, I, about the film thing. I actually want to watch like like four Baker Mayfield games. Oh yeah, that's I'm not I'm not I'm not joking about watching film in general. I'm joking. You know. No, yeah, that was uh, the I idea know. that the Super Bowl was. But a, I feel like I need to be able to form a better opinion. Trash. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I like I, I like Baker Mayfield. I'm in on Baker Mayfield. I I, just, I would I would have him in my top five. He probably. I mean, he's certainly in the conversation. Now, would you would you have uh, Golden Tate in that conversation? <laughs> no. Deshaun Watson? No, probably no. I think I I Jared probably Goff, got no. I did. I didn't follow my own rule. Like, if I was a GM, I would try to get Deshaun Watson just because of that game he played against the Eagles. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but obviously, there, yeah. there was more to his season than that. Uh, who else? I have Philip Rivers. That's kind of boring. Nick Foles, he didn't mention? Sure didn't. Okay. Uh, let's see. Joe Flacco? No. Uh, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, those guys don't excite you? No. Okay. Ryan Tannehill? Right. Oh, Russell Wilson, you forgot. No. He would be right in there. Not as, not as long as, uh, as Shotty's calling plays. Okay. All right, that was a good one. How about Jimmy Garoppolo? Everybody loves Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I don't know if I do. Yeah, neither do I. All right, that was our preview for the 2019. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, let's see. Let's see what else I got here. I got a couple more, I think. All right, all right good. Fly, fly or sell the Philadelphia 76ers as NBA Finals participants. Ooh. Big win against Boston. 
Big win against the Bucks. Jimmy Butler looking good in these fourth quarters. Joel Embiid playing like a combination of Shaq and Akeem. Are you buying it? Are you flying it? Um, I'm realistically, I'm selling it. Me too. But I mean, I'm hoping for a fly. The ceiling is there, but I still have yeah. a tough time in my head seeing it happen. It's, I mean, it is, it is still a team that, uh, you know, with these parts has not played that much together. Um, I mean, I, I, I think it's possible. Give me like, I'll give you like a 30% fly, but okay. if we're, if we're, if we're, uh, if we're just playing fun and games, I'll fly it. But if we're, if we're putting some, uh, lechuga on it, then, then I would, I would have to sell. Okay. Last two here. These are both in the online language category. Okay. Fly or sell. I'm not crying. You're crying. Oh, that's a big sell. So you hate all of these. Yeah. I think I do. I yeah, do too. I mean, yeah, most of them. Probably sound like old men, but whatever. Okay. Uh, or how about last... how about how about uh, getting a little dusty in here? Well, you know that's better. I don't know. Woodpecker, you rather? I'm not crying. You're you're not. I'm I'm not crying. You're crying, or a little getting a little dusty in here. Dusty. Okay. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. Okay, last one. Fly or sell. Colgate for the three to take the lead. Misses. Living his or her best life. I mean, most of these I want to sell. Like uh, <laughs> all of uh, in in general, like uh, <laughs> like. All the all the cliche things are are, are sells for me. I was just, I was laughing because I thought, just thought of one that I do think is funny every time I see it, but it's inappropriate for the podcast. Oh. Um, Who do you follow? Uh, How inappropriate could it be? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we'll move on from that. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I mean, I'm not above. I'm not above any of them necessarily myself i don't want to be held accountable if i use one myself but most of the time it's a, it's a sell for me how do you feel about i graded uh what was it the vinnie curry signing as a was that your undershirts or your pretzels yeah yeah so i graded vinnie curry signing as getting undershirts for your birthday and well, what a creative week for you not only did you come up with the podcast game but you you came up with the uh, grading skills for those two signings I didn't even give you a warning. I just went, bam, Slack message. <laughs> it was good. Here it is. Yeah. So I graded Vinnie Curry as a getting undershirts for your birthday. You're not going to call your friends and tell them how excited you are, but they'll serve a purpose and be useful. Uh, two very interesting, you know, this is very polarizing. Uh, I, some of my takes are very controversial. I think this is one of them. <laughs> and uh, Pistol Pete. Just wait till editor. we hear Just wait till we hear about your, uh, I don't know. I was gonna. I was gonna. You know, your your gun control uh, <laughs> thoughts. Okay, uh, Pist- <laughs> Pistol Pete, our editor, so said, uh, "You know, we sent all guns it, as far as I'm sent, concerned." Sent it to him, and he said, uh, "You know, he said I love getting undershirts right. for my birthday," and I said, "Absolutely." You know, as you get older, you get a gift like that. You throw on a crisp new white one. It's great. 
What's better than that? Uh, DFOP Brian Solomon said, who could enjoy getting undershirts for the birthday? So uh, where do you stand? Well, I think this comes down to a classic birds with friends debate. Okay. Uh, if, if, uh, if my wife were to come home one day and, ha- and she brings home a, a new set of undershirts for me, I'm, I'm flying high. But if that okay. was my birthday present, that's a little bit. That's um, that's a little bit of a downgrade. Mm. Um, yeah, I disagree. Uh, it's because uh, it's because I like the birthday a little bit more than you do. I mean, it's right. like it's like if if uh, I feel like coming home with a, a set of new undershirts or you know set of new boxer briefs. That's sort of the that's sort of the equivalent of of uh, coming home with a bouquet of flowers out of the blue. Okay, I'll take them. Okay. I was just watching a, you know, during the NCAA tournament, they had like this Hanes commercial and they were advertising that, you know, whether if you buy one of these Hanes products, you can get these like uh, Bobo Michael Jordan trading cards. And it's, it said like he signed 10 of them and it just seems so weird. Like, (laughs) are they Hanes branded cards? I don't know, but when I was little, like I was a sucker for all that stuff. Right. But even like even eight year old Sheila, I think, would be like, you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna go out and buy those undershirts just for that. Right. But maybe I'm wrong. Do you have a preferred brand of undershirt? Uh, I don't. Okay. I mix and match you. Um, I don't either, but I, uh, as we've discussed, I like I like a V neck undershirt. Me too. I find that softness is uh, is very important to me as I get older. Well, of course. All right, last thing to run by you. This has nothing to do with uh, football, so if you want to, you know, if you're one of these losers who yells at us for not talking enough about the Eagles, go ahead, sign off, do what you need to do, study film, you know, look at the depth chart, whatever. Tell you what, I was watching, uh, you know, some cut-ups of uh, the Eagles on third and long <laughs> this morning, and uh, they've been doing some very interesting things. Okay. Uh, big, I don't want to call it a controversy, but a bit of, you know, in media, we have a new coffee shop here. Mm, okay. Now, for uh, new listeners to the podcast, yeah. uh, media is where she lives. This, she lives. Now, this is not uh, in, the, in the media business. Right. There's not like a separate coffee shop for all members of the media. So, you know, Although that would be kind of funny. Yeah, that would be okay. Residents have a few different options. I, of course, am, uh, am loyal to Burlap and Bean. You know, that's my jam. Hmm. And today, I was thinking the other day that we haven't heard much about Bean on the podcast lately. Well, yeah, I haven't heard much from Bean. I feel like Bean's got to pick up his game a little bit, make himself relevant again. Okay. He's, you know, I think I feel like he's he's intimidated by a lemur. Maybe. I'm sitting there at Burlap and Bean, and a a woman comes in, and she pulls a, a Lacroix out of her bag and starts to sip it. Mm-hmm. Now she then went to, you know, she ordered something and, you know, an avocado toast from burlap and bean, but it doesn't sit well with me to bring your own drink into a place like that and start drinking it. Ooh. Like she, she didn't buy it there. Do they offer seltzer water or is it just a coffee shop? They offer seltzer water. Usually they did not have any today. However, the woman did not have a chance to go and see that. Like, she opened it not knowing whether they had any LaCroix there. I actually think that's fine. 
As long as well, she's as long as what? she's as long as she's not showing up and just and just sitting there, as long as she's still ordering something and uh you know patronizing the establishment, I think that's fine. You can't bring your own drink into a coffee place like that? You well, yeah, sure you could. What if you bring a bottle you can't bring a bottle of water in? Oh my god, I hate you. So here's the deal. This person was my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to say that from the outset because I thought you would take her side. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I definitely would have taken her side, but I think she's right. And now you're making the same argument she's making. <laughs> she's you still giving them money. Who cares? This is a a mom and pop type coffee place. You don't show up there with your own beverage. No, I disagree. I felt very uncomfortable. And, and I, I like now it. I would also say food is different. Like it would be. It would be. It would be. Uh, not kosher if she like showed up with her own peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something. I but I think a, I think a, I think a drink is totally fine. No, it's a place that drinks are their main thing. Yeah, but she also got a drink or something, right? No, she didn't get a drink. She got a little avocado toast. And that's fine. I think that's fine. Listen, I felt a lot of anxiety sitting there. I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like sitting with someone who would do something like this. I was telling her to put it back in her bag. Uh, she refused. She how took a sip. how uh, quaint of a store are we talking here? Uh, pretty quaint. Like a like a ten tables. Well, it's sort of a they have one big table that is sort of a shared table that can I would say fit maybe. 15 people. Then they have a couple other individual tables, four more, 19. I would say maybe 10 more against the wall. I would say around 30 people can sit in there. Okay. And, it a, is and like a robust packed. refrigerator of beverages? No. I mean, I've never seen any. I get coffee and I drink there. They do these little, uh, little jugs of water with lemon in them. Outstanding. Okay. Yep. That's all I ever drink, so I don't know. I think she's in the clear. I would yeah. like. I'm. I'm assuming that uh, there must be some listener of the show who is a, uh, you know, small business owner. If you if, if you if you run an establishment uh, similar to uh, Burlap and Lemur, let us know what you think. Well, just know that I support you, and I'm sorry that uh, some people around me in my life do not. I think it's okay. Ah, uh, that did not go. And I was like, <laughs> no. You might have to delete. I mean, that I'm part. very. I'm. I don't know that I'm on the wrong. Uh, I'm, that I'm. I'm on the right side of this one, but I'm very happy that this is the way it turned out. I mean, I would feel so uncomfortable doing that. I don't like to inconvenience people. I guess you're not. You're not inconveniencing them. You know what, though, it's not right. I don't. I don't. I. I'm not so sure that that's fair. It's sort of like a victimless crime. I don't think it's a crime. <laughs> All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting one. Let okay. us know what you think. Hashtag. No, how about you freaking leave some reviews and let us know what you think. You've yeah. all quit on reviews just because <laughs> well, we're not, we're not we begging don't... you to leave reviews yeah. anymore. And uh, how about you go on there? That's all. I, I uh, obviously have not sent out T-shirts yet, but maybe that'll be a next week project. Okay, so this is your fault. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get those reviews back. And uh, if you if you know if you do want to weigh in, 
Hashtag uh, Shields wife was right. Mm. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, we will be back next week with Shield on the scene at the owners' meetings in Phoenix, Arizona. Until then, I'm Bo. He's Shield. And as always, we love you.